0: rank draft trade.
1: Welcome back to the rank draft trade podcast. I'm your hostess Gina Noble. You can find me on Twitter at Noble G underscore FF. Hold on
2: you guys, the dog, the queen. Noble G underscore FFS.
1: You see that little brat at You're going to be like, um, the last time there was some noise happening in the background, kind of sounded like a dog scratching.
2: Is that panting? No, that's just Drake London. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) me talking about Amon Ra. (laughs) As always, I'm joined by three of my favorite fantasy footballers. We've got the Papa of the Pod, Papa Bear Claw. Wait, that's not how I usually say it. (laughs) Hold on.
3: Well, you say it differently all the time.
1: (laughs) do. We've got the Papa of the Pod, Mike. Magic Mike, if you will. You can find him on Twitter at underscore Papa Bear Claw. Mike, say hi to your family, friends, and phalanges, as Henry put it last week. Hello. Use your (laughs) juice to say hello I, to your fans.
2: I, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just I don't right know here. what to
0: do with my hands.
2: Beg
3: all a drink.
1: Moving right along to the Superman of the pod, Henry St. Clair. You can find him on Twitter at clairvoyance ff
0: what up what up
1: hello henry and last but never least we have mr nick james of course on twitter at iowa in the nfl say hello to the podcast fans
2: hello hello and you can't hear it but i'm waving with my
3: phalanges
1: Most importantly, of course, Chisco. Say hello to
3: Chisco. Oh, hey, Chisco. I was just thinking we should, uh, we should say hi to him first so we don't forget.
1: <laughs> I got you covered.
3: You got him covered.
1: I've got him covered. Hello, Chisco. Today, we will be talking about one of our favorite subjects, and that is the subject of broken news, but most importantly, broken players. <laughs> We have an entire episode about broken players and broken news. Henry, do you want to do your special bit of broken news? Shall we continue
0: with broken news?
1: (laughs) Actually, it's broken player news.
0: (laughs) Broken news from last week. Also, take two. Do you know Take Three Act Three? Was that the popcorn brand? Take five was the candy bar. Take five Ooh, races. Take fives are good. Mm. Oh yeah. Act four popcorn or something. Something, something. The Take Five bars are awesome. Those are like pretzel bars or something. No, they
3: have a Take Five races. It's really good. Yeah, those are good. They they are. You should get one too. I don't I don't care how many you get, but definitely get one. Take five.
1: Alright. So <laughs> races. Starting with our broken players, we're going to do quarterbacks first. We're going to do quarterbacking. That was my word from last week that Henry said is a word. Papa said no. Survey (laughs) says. It's a word. You never had
0: any coaches say, like, we need better quarterbacking this week? No, because they all spoke English.
1: Quarterbacking. So, quarterbacking off of last week, we're going to talk about quarterbacks.
0: Kyle
2: Shanahan would never.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Zach Prescott first quarterback. Up Injured in week one, he injured his thumb, which required surgery. Last night, I did hear them say that he got his one long stitch removed, which made me cringe. There's all kinds of cringe thinking about one long stitch in the thumb. But that did come out. Cooper Rush has been quarterbacking for Dallas <laughs> in the meantime, who has been really doing pretty well. So week four return for Dallas
3: seems unlikely
1: yeah you think he's still going to be out we don't want to rush into things
3: it's all it's all based on how much of like his grip strength comes Mm. back and that's going to be difficult to happen this week i I really don't see it it could happen Mm. and if he does happen i'm not starting him yeah
2: he hasn't started throwing yet and i think the grip thing is what you're talking about especially when you just got your thumb
0: sewed back on yeah it's so gross (laughs) yeah if they can rest him till the philly game i think that makes the most sense for the cowboys because it's a divisional game against Probably the best team in the division, hands down. So they'd mm-hmm. want their franchise quarterback back for that game. Cooper Rush, 3-0 as a starting quarterback, has won every game on a game-winning drive that he led in the fourth or overtime. Beating Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow, and now Daniel Jones. Beat out Mike White for the job, who also beat the Bengals last year. So not like he's a bad quarterback. I don't think there's going to be a quarterback controversy like Jerry Jones mentioned. You know, Mike, Mike McCarthy <laughs> and all the players came out and they're like, no, that's absurd. That's <laughs> absurd. Shut your face.
2: You just paid
0: Dak so much.
2: Shut. (laughs) like, I paid him, not you, so my call. (laughs) An expensive bench guy, but just as many wins as Jalen Hurts on the season. Who is? Who? Cooper Rush in his career. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Side note real quick, um, because we touched on Zeke last week, I do feel like finally Zeke shows up. He did get a touchdown. He he did score, but we were talking about how he really hasn't done much. He kind of starts out slow and then sort of eases into it, so it was good to see Zeke with a touchdown and some points on the board. But side note, we're not talking about running backs right now. Moving on quarterbacks, we've got Mac Jones with a high ankle sprain. That is going to put him out for a while. So we've got Brian Hoyer or the Zappy attack. Zappy, is that how you say it? Zappy or zap?
2: I think it's like the sound it makes when a bug dies. (laughs) Zap.
1: Zap. Zap. (laughs) Like one of those fly swatters that
2: With the electric ones. That picture of Mac Jones getting carried out, yeah, making the same face in all the leagues. I'm O and three. Yeah, that one was
1: that. A... <laughs>
2: yeah, they said it's high ankle. They're still figuring out what to do. By the time you hear this podcast, we may already know what the deal is. But if they have like surgery, it could be a while. So I'm I'm yeah. honestly really curious to see who is actually going to play. Pretty sure it's been Hoyer who's been active as the QB two. So that's who I would assume would be the starter at this point. But they did draft Bailey Zapp this year, so if you know, Hoyer comes out and he sucks, and then maybe some Bailey Zapp later on, I don't know, but it's going to be definitely something to watch, something we'll probably be talking about next week. Yeah. Bailey
3: Zapp isn't on waivers in it's on of leagues either, he's usually taxied. Mm-hmm.
1: Product of Western Kentucky, Bailey Zapp. Henry, do you have uh, anything to say about that?
0: Zappy holds like the record for most touchdowns in a year, Broke Burroughs record, was it? Um, slings it, ran like a super college offense obviously Um, but I think it'll be Hoyer you know it'll be I'm most curious if Bailey plays to hear how his last name is pronounced cuz in college <laughs> it was Zappy and then the, the pro day and like the combine it was Zap mm-hmm. and during the draft it was Zap so no clue
1: <laughs> Maybe he cha- maybe he changed it like maybe it was like a nickname they called him Zappy <laughs> and then he went all NFL pro and he's like, like, you, like you know what I'm going to just go with Zap
3: <laughs> Just the Zap just, yeah.
1: just Zap He he actually is like Share He's just going by Zap.
2: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Add an Accento and make him Bailey Zappé. <laughs> Zappé. Ooh, I
1: like it. Zappé.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so going from Zap to Zach, let's talk about Zach Wilson. Did we talk
0: about how long Mac Jones will be out for? Is it like six weeks, six to
2: eight maybe? It's unknown because it depends on whether he gets surgery and they're still deciding okay. as of this yeah, recording.
3: He might need surgery. That's bad. Probably somewhere
0: in the four to eight range. Probably not season ending, but probably also not only like two games maybe unless it's a pain tolerance thing no clue broken news <laughs> broken <laughs> news still broken this will be broken news for next week yeah
1: back to zach wilson Remind me of what's wrong with Zach Wilson. Sprained <laughs> MCL. Yes, MCL.
0: Slayed too many mothers. Yep. <laughs> Mother crushed lover injury. No.
1: Uh, Zach Wilson sprained his MCL. So Joe Flacco has been quarterbacking for Zach Wilson. Um, we do apologize. Last week, we may have recommended putting Joe Flacco into your roster because we thought he was going to have a great week week. um, That might not have worked out quite as we planned so we do apologize for that. How many negative points did he end up?
2: Scott Fishbowl was minus 10.
0: Ooh, I I don't know if I've ever seen a score that low. Zach Wilson had had a minus 10 week last year. (laughs) (laughs) Just when you thought it couldn't be worse.
1: So the last time I saw a number like that was Peyton Manning my very first year ever of fantasy football. In my redraft league, it was the season-ending foot injury. I think he had uh, p- plantar fasciitis or something, and he definitely was at least negative five or negative six, and he got taken out. And I was like, "No, no, no! You can't leave me like this."
0: That
1: was bad. Negative ten.
0: But it sounds like Zach will be back this week.
1: That's good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe.
0: No, no more Flacco. <sighs> Unlike Dak, it sounds like Zach is on track. Be kind of whack.
2: Okay. If I can justify it, and there's nothing sexy on waivers, just hold on Flacco one more week just to make sure that Wilson doesn't come out. Oh, (laughs) he's hurt again. Flacco's back for another three, four weeks, and you already have him on your squad, but he's probably getting cut in a lot of places.
3: Yeah. You don't want to Will Fuller him? (laughs) Add him. Drop him in three days. Add him in three days. Cut him in three days. Mm -hmm. Hopefully Dak's doctor is different than Will Fuller's
2: as far as you know, phalanges go. <laughs> 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 But what is it that's going on that's getting Joe Flacco under so much pressure, which right off the bat, like it was immediate pressure. He was getting sacked. And then for basically the rest of the game, it was three-step and let go, three-step, let go, just hitting the check down repeatedly, which has led to Conklin still being up there as far as tight ends go. Hopefully that some of that continues with Zach Wilson. There was some reports of positive rapport in the offseason, but curious to see how good Conklin is, especially whether it matters or not use almost back so uh, we'll see if he gets worked in more got removed off player profiler. yeah <laughs> yeah off their
0: ranks yeah I, I bet he makes a reappearance in the near future yeah i'd hope so you know i think it'll be a similar offense with flacco and wilson I think that's a big reason why he was the backup is kind of that they didn't have to change much uh zach should be more mobile not sure if he's gonna be wearing like a brace or anything mm-hmm. yeah curious how it affects the dump offs to debris and michael carter We've seen them both be pretty good every week. And then Conklin. And then it's been, like, the disappearance of, like, Elijah Moore. I don't know how he did this week exactly, but it's been, like, Garrett Wilson takeover. And then Corey Davis is not great. So, hopefully, it'll just be Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and Corey Davis can die a slow death.
1: Yeah, I think I saw Elijah Moore on the back of a milk carton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Missing.
0: You
2: didn't have to look far because he was out there the whole time. <laughs> he was. Oh, I got some targets <laughs> yeah, dude, Just nothing. He was targeted 10 <laughs> times this <laughs> <Yeah>. week. <laughs> He caught four of them. Uh, <laughs> not great. Not good. They called the DJ not more. Great. He was targeted on passes that were not checkdowns.
1: Uh, while we're on the Jets and Henry mentioned Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson did get a little dinged up in the game. He had to leave.
3: I mean, he was back faster than the pizza delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I've never had pizza delivered in, you know, seven and a half minutes of game time, but that's how long it took.
0: And then a half time, <laughs> yeah. I guess. So, But, uh, yep, he was back for the third quarter. I was trying to explain it to my grandpa and I know for a fact that there are independent spotters on every team and like an independent neurologist on every team. Like Mm -hmm. the NFL mandated this. So I don't know if like the independent neurologist dropped the ball or if no one dropped the ball and Tua was completely fine. Like seems like that almost has to be the case with all the precautions they have in place but it also did seem like he was probably concussed. (laughs) So yeah. We're
1: talking about Tua? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically
2: just skipped on to from concussion to concussion. Okay. From G dub with Z dub onto Tua.
1: Onto Tua dub. <laughs> That didn't work. (laughs) Tua left briefly, came back in.
0: But, man, did he play great this Thursday against the Bengals. I can't believe they won that game. Remember, I used to do this. I used to predict the Thursday (laughs) game on the podcast. Yep, yep. So by the time you're hearing
2: this, Tua will have thrown for 300 yards, three touchdowns. and
0: All of them to Mike Gesicki. Who saw it coming? Nobody. (laughs) Gaskin looked great. It was mm-hmm. it was
2: really a weird game. Mike wasn't even looking. And your your Gaseki is as good as mine, so. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, the Dolphins, the Dolphins get the win over Buffalo. Does he still have an injury diagnosis or he's just good to go?
2: Still questionable. Okay. He's not good to go yet. So by the time you hear this, he will have played or will not have
0: played.
1: Okay. Yeah. So turn around on Thursday. Teddy gotcha.
0: Bridgewater looked great. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs>
3: Yeah, over 2 or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 7 picks. Yeah, yeah, that's Eddie Bridge quarterback, my favorite.
1: Bridge over troubled water.
3: Yeah, But he would be, I mean, if you have waivers running before in, in the past, you should have picked him up already. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, I hope you got him, got, him <laughs> off waivers. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you got him off waivers. If you needed him, if he plays. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow for us or six days ago for you. <laughs>
0: I mean, solid advice, solid advice. All
1: right, shall we move into some running? <laughs> running back broken players
0: all shoulders apparently mm-hmm.
1: yeah so we got some shoulder injuries in the nfl and moving on from knees and heads and knees shoulders heads and toe head and toe what is cue that heads, music shoulders <laughs> knees
0: and toes yep knees and toes
1: of course henry henry would know the words <laughs>
0: that was cause in cause class yesterday
1: the nursery rhymes were playing in the homeroom yesterday. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he just learned this one.
1: Wait, wait, I got this one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this one was playing in my crib, I remember. Yep, next door to the music.
1: <laughs> Taylor Swift sings it, right, Henry?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Fergie. Ber- <laughs> yeah. Is that a furry?
1: <laughs> All right. So Dalvin Cook has a ailing shoulder injury dislocation. Surprise. A surprise, surprise. Alexander Madison comes in, of course, as the backup. As we know, Alexander Madison is a running back backup who has RB1 potential. So he gets right in there. There may be some people with Alexander Madison riding on their bench right now that they kind of hope Dalvin Alvin Cook misses the next game.
2: Definitely not the Queen
0: Scott Fishbowl roster.
1: No, I definitely want some Alexander Madison. hmm
0: Madison Definitely not, like, a third of my leagues. (laughs) Yeah, you have a lot of Madison. Yeah, you
1: love Madison.
0: It's because I lived in Minnesota for a while, and I would watch the games because I was in a, like, a sling for my shoulder. I remember, like, for two weeks, I was pretty much, like, stuck in a chair with, like, my shoulder on ice, unable to move. I remember watching the games, and I was, like, looking at my fantasy app, I'm like, there goes Dalvin Cook. Awesome play. I'm like, wait, that was Madison. Because they both Mm -hmm. had dreads covering their jersey numbers, and they both, like, wore the, like, they are both about the same height, weight, like, every, they run the same. The only difference was, like, I think they wore different colored cleats. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, if Cook were to ever go down, this guy's Dalvin Cook. Like, this guy is every bit as good. Mm-hmm. And so then I've been like, well, let's get Alexander Madison.
2: Mm-hmm. He's been awesome in almost every start in place of Cook. So I love it. We also have commented previously that he's a free agent next year. Yeah. Um, it could be interesting to see where he goes. Somehow he'll still be younger than Najee. Yeah. So, <laughs> Ty Chandler has been a healthy scratch but has been on that active roster. So, possible that he's healthy this uh, coming game. And there were rumors in the offseason that they wanted to trade Alexander Madison and that never came to fruition. So, if Cook misses, Alexander Madison is basically a must start. There's very few scenarios where you're going to have enough players that you probably want to start them over Alexander
0: Madison.
3: Yeah. I don't know any players that you really want to besides like Saquon. I mean, he averages over 20 (laughs) points a game when he does start. Yeah. That's...
0: (laughs) No, he's gets pretty great. I I never saw like official rumors, but I do remember reading an article that was like it wasn't trades. It was like potential cut candidates for the Vikings, and someone mentioned Alexander Madison. And they're like, <laughs> no. like well they drafted Kenny and Wangwu or Kenny Wangwu and uh, Ty Chandler. Like Madison's owed basically no money and has been amazing. So why the heck would they cut him?
3: <laughs> yeah, makes no sense. There's like some official I mean, Vikings a, website too. Was, like, I'm just not as excited about next year as you guys with Madison on getting like a contract somewhere in a starting gig with how many supposed to top running backs there are in the 23 class and I, I don't, I, I'm not going to see a, a ton of need so I, I look at him more as just probably a lower value than you guys more of just if he does start he's going to score a lot of points on the Vikings
2: you look at it where after you get past 120 some odd players what players have a chance to be one of the best players like a must start this coming week how many players actually have that upside a lot of them have like upside to be good but that's like great so Madison offers you that for this year. Like, let's say Cook uh, needs surgery on his shoulder, and he's done for the rest of the season. He's a league winner because of where you got him. Yeah. Um, and then worst-case scenario is next year he ends up in a similar situation where he offers the similar upside. He could end up in an offense maybe that uh, isn't as suited to him. But when you're evaluating the odds of all those people that are in that range, Madison has
0: that lofty ceiling that uh, sucks me in for sure. But we've, like, seen him beat awesome when given the chance. And if you're thinking best running backs in the NFL is Dalvin Cook. Unquestioned top 10. Yeah. Maybe top 5 running back in the NFL. It's like there's not many situations Alexander Madison can go to and like still be 100% the backup. It's like Kareem Hunt in Cleveland with Chubb. It's like, you know, maybe Hunt's good enough to be a starter somewhere, but Chubb is amazing. Imagine Madison and San Fran. Yeah, right. Like San Fran or KC or yeah. like, I mean, there's so many spots. Like the Chargers after Eckler retires, <laughs> or even before Eckler retires, as, they, as their first two down back. Yeah, see, there's so many spots. Like you could name 20 spots that are better for Madison. The Rams just bury Acres. <laughs> no, don't do that. That would suck. That would that would absolutely suck. No, for don't me. do that. Let's let's not talk about I that. Just traded for Acres and like my home league. So now I'm like always worried so much more about Acres. <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> first your last
1: (laughs) so moving on to another running back speaking of league winners after week one he was looking like a league winner for sure that's deandre swift this week there was a lot of disappointed disappointed people uh when he he sprained his shoulder he suffered a shoulder sprain um, he also has a ankle issue, but the shoulder sprain is the more serious, it sounds like, is the more serious issue. They have bi-week six, so there's talk of him, the probability of him missing the next two weeks, and then being off on bi-week before he comes back is pretty good. So we have jamal williams in his place who was looking pretty good
0: is this a blessing in disguise for deandre swift keep him healthy for the fantasy playoffs keep him healthy you know if he were gonna miss three games now he's only gonna miss two with the bye and then also one of those games would have been the patriots who like this year aren't that amazing on defense but it's like every time you play a player and you see at new england you're like do i really want to play them
2: yeah unless it's mac jones list new england true yeah yeah but uh DeAndre Swift was already dealing with some kind of a nagging ankle thing and then now a shoulder, so I hope this isn't a sign that he's brittle and it's gonna be a theme for his career. But is he your RB two overall for Dynasty?
0: Yeah, Hemmer Javante for me. For now. Until next year, I think. Yeah. At least for me. It's already
3: Bijan. <laughs> yeah, it's already Bijan. He's R- he's real good, Bichon. but <laughs> As far as you're saying, like, Swift being injured, I mean, he's been getting banged up since he started at just what's been happening, and when he plays, he's one of the most dynamic players you can see on a field with, like, just the versatility he can be used in. I mean, mm-hmm. even with a limited number of touches and Jamal Williams taking two touchdowns for him, he can still put up points, so that's just mm-hmm. you know, that, that's the type of upside you look for in a player where, you know, just any touch they get can just turn into a 60-yard, a 70-yard, 80-yard gain and a touchdown or, you know, a guy who can catch 10 passes in a game out of the backfield when in need him to. That, that's a high upside thing, but oh. I think he's the guy who's going to be getting hurt. I, I think that's already been happening. But yeah, right now he's still my dynasty RB too.
2: I wanted to kind of talk about rebuilding on this show, but there's just so much broken so many broken players that basically just need to cover all them, but if DeAndre Swift is announced out through the bye, and it's a three week out, if you're rebuilding, you need to go and get DeAndre Swift. That would be great, because that's something where it's still going to be a young player in a stud one of the more coveted RBs next year. All these other guys like Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara are all going to be 27, approaching 28 at that point. So uh, veterans who are not well past the end of what is your peak as a running back, he's going to be one of the more coveted ones next year still, obviously some of the rookies. So if possible, you can get him on your team where he's not putting up any points towards your max points for,
0: uh, potentially do well for your pick and for your future. I know it's a bit early to do it Cam Akers victory lap already. Although I, I oh really. I'm I uh,
1: so excited.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah i really i really just want to like you know acres McCaff <laughs> yes, Simon McCaffrey. Yes, yes. Yeah, I won that trade hands down not to mention I got an early to mid first for a 2024 second as well but anyways anyways moving on to actionable advice one of our favorite things to do I would Mike and myself last year was and we would do startups you know forget week one forget week two forget week three uh forget the preseason even right we saw Dobbins and acres and even etn like all go down before the year even started really although I think etn might have been week one but anyways um all of them have increased in their dynasty value. Regardless of how you want to quantify your value, you would pay more for them now than you would have the moment they got hurt. So, and oddly one guy that we didn't do it with enough, many of us, was James Robinson, who's looked awesome. But in general, if a young running back gets hurt that has looked good, it's a good time to go buy them. And just pray it isn't a degenerative knee or something. Yeah, pray it's not Marlon Mack, <laughs> which Marlon Mack would be like if Devin Singletary ever got hurt, okay? He wasn't that good to begin with these, they have to be really good before they get hurt. coming. Yeah. I'm not buying single Terry if he ruptures. Like Saquon, right? this week. Like, like Saquon is a good example too. Yeah,
3: to be honest, that's what I thought James Robinson would be after tearing an Achilles. Like yeah, you figure he's got to lose some speed, and he didn't really have a lot to begin with. I really didn't expect this he was at undrafted. all. Undrafted. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I really didn't expect. And, and now this year, all of a sudden, he, he's a top running back in, in scoring. I know it's early, but still, he's putting up. The, Jags look good. They look. <laughs> (laughs) Good, he looks good. ETN still looks good on a per touch basis. He's just not getting that volume and and the same type of like you know work that Robinson's getting.
1: Speaking of Marlon Mack, I do want to mention that Henry was right on time with the fact that he would be of no use last week. And you were were on time, (laughs) Henry. Big fat goose affected. egg. <laughs> and how did that affect Marlon Mack? Negatively. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
2: yeah. ETN, this is basically his rookie year. So ETN, I mean, like, he's looked good in flashes. Like, he's fast. Yep. He's good in the receiving game. It's kind of looking like James Robinson, the rushing back, ETN, the receiving back. It could be by the end of the year where ETN maybe is getting even more work. But James Robinson has broken off long runs each of these weeks, which is part of what has led to his lofty fan totals. So, uh, I still like James Robinson. I'm not ready to rank him as a top 10 dynasty running back.
0: No. Probably a top 20 borderline, you think? Yep. he's definitely has to be rising, for sure. And it's always weird with the undrafted guys, too. The contractual implications of going undrafted. I want to say it's like three years you're fully under contract. Might even be four. And then it's like you're a res- an exclusive rights-free agent where they can just like kind of pay you whatever for a year. That might be your fourth year. And then the fifth year you're still, like, a restricted free agent. It's like Lazard with the Packers, right? He's, like, joining on 27, and he's never had a chance to leave, ever. So James Robinson might be there to muddy the water for ETN for a long time, but it also might not matter. Might just be able to both be relevant.
1: Let's uh, take it to Chicago with the Bears. We've got... David Montgomery with a ankle and knee injury and the winner winner chicken dinner is Khalil Herbert who has a monstrous game. He is definitely going to be one of those surprise players we talked about last week. (laughs) Pleasantly surprised where you've got Khalil Herbert blowing up and you're like, oh heck yeah. So Khalil Herbert takes over in Chicago while David Montgomery is down. Apparently it's an
2: ankle and a knee with Montgomery, and he's not even officially rolled out for this week yet, but if so, Khalil Herbert is going to be kind of a chalk start.
0: Yeah, it's like the fifth good game of Khalil Herbert's young career. It's like when he gets 18 plus carries, he tends to produce fantasy points, but he will not if Mm. Montgomery's healthy.
2: (laughs) He was splitting with Damian Williams last year when Monty was out, and that was when he started to kind of make, kind of emerge at that point, but I think uh, it's pretty clear it's not Tristan Ebner.
3: Yeah, yeah. At least at this point, for sure. I mean, it's also worth noting that he could very well be the starter for Chicago next season, so he could be like kind of like your Madison target a little bit early this season, where you will pay like kind of close to him, but he every time he fills in, he looks the part, even better than the part actually.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's actually achieving under contract where Monty may be leaving. Yep.
1: Let's take it to the Commanders in Washington. We. We've got Brian Robinson nearing a return. So, we're not sure what to expect with Brian Robinson quite yet. But we do have Antonio Gibson, who was very questionable going into the season. There was a lot of people who had not so great expectations. He has managed to find the end zone all three weeks so far. And JD McKissick even found the end zone this week. Brian Robinson nearing return, how do we feel this might affect Antonio Gibson and obviously JD McKissick moving forward? So
2: there's that meme, I think it's like MASH, where he's like driving a tank and he's just absolutely pouring sweat, nervous, like sweat wiping his brow. That's how I feel about Gibson with Brian Robinson coming back. <laughs>
1: That's kind of how I feel I look about Brian Robinson <laughs> owning as much Gibson as I do. Mm hmm.
3: I have a lot of Brian Robinson as well so yeah. I'm pretty nervous for Gibson I mean the first game like it looked great it's like oh alright we did the right thing we, we held on to him you know we, we powered through all of the season talk and the coach speak and this and then he kind of just like goes nowhere on all I mean, the touchdown saved his scoring yeah he's technically an RB1 in PPR but he's averaging like what was he averaging like two yards a carry or something like the last two weeks it's really not looked great I mean that might just be the Washington offense as a whole but that's not really encouraging when you're going into having a guy that was that was potentially taking work away from him coming back now.
1: So it's interesting when you guys talk about this stuff because I'm not as well-versed on the efficiency of certain running backs. I look at things on a points basis, and I'm like, oh, okay, keeps getting in the end zone, right? So that must mean he's a pretty good running back or an asset. So to me, listening to you guys, so, so you're – you see Antonio Gibson, you don't see him as a really efficient, strong running back.
3: No, I I love Gibson, but in the la- I'm just saying in the last two games he hasn't been very efficient in like his yards per carry. Like he's not producing a lot of yards. He's not moving the ball down the field. He's not moving the offense down the field. Yeah, he's scored, but at the same time he's like, you know, getting no yards. You know, fourteen that- carries, twenty eight yards is not something that's moving the offense down the field. That's not benefiting the team. If somebody else is able to come in and, and move the ball, that's not going to look good.
1: Is that different from last year? Has or about the same.
3: Oh, that's definitely different from last year. He was definitely over two yards to carry last year.
2: I'm worried that Gibson is game script dependent because when they're winning in neutral game scripts, Gibson's out there, they get down and they have to play catch up mode. Then it's a different story. I rewatched this game mostly with the main focus. in why did Gibson have 44% of snaps and JD McKissick have 53%. Like what would, what, what happened? Why was Gibson not out there the whole time? Well, as soon as they got down by a bunch, it was basically hurry up, comeback mode, and it was McKissick from the 20s to the 20s. Now, McKissick didn't have a touchdown, but Gibson did, and when Gibson did, it was because McKissick was in on all the plays that led up until about the 10-yard line, and then Gibson comes in to try to pound it in. Gibson's still biggest back on the roster, or he's probably, he's probably pretty close to Brian Robinson. I think he
0: weighs like 10 pounds less, but about similar.
2: It's still the biggest healthy one, at least at the moment. Right. So he was getting in in those scenarios, but in catch-up mode, that might be rolling with the receiver. Turned running back style of McKissick, even though that's actually what Antonio Gibson is. I will just never understand that why they don't use him as more of a receiver, but, you know, that's what they're going to do with McKissick, so if it's something where it looks like they might be losing and losing pretty bad, and they're playing catch-up the whole time, might not be a bad week to fade
0: Gibson. The hope is, is that Brian Robinson comes back. The the hope from a Gibson lens, right, is, you know, it takes Brian Robinson a while to get going. They have to ease him into it. you get more games out of Gibson? If only Washington had used that third round pick same draft capital as Gibson if only they had used that on an offensive lineman they wouldn't be rushing for two yards a carry uh, but if Brian Robinson comes back and is as good as they said he was in camp then maybe he takes the goal line in the first and second down and then Gibson takes McKissick's role uh, what would be really bad is if Gibson and Robinson start splitting the rushing work and McKissick still has the receiving work which could probably happen that's where the sweat starts pouring <laughs>
1: yep <laughs> One more thing to have to worry about.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, so might flip Gibby before uh, Brian Robinson comes back because he's out there running routes and catching
0: passes in practice right now. So the problem with trying to flip him is like everyone, when I try to like do anything with Gibson, is like, yeah, well Brian Robinson's like coming back because it was just assumed that Gibson was garbage, even though he's always been an RB one. So right now I'm stuck in a holding pattern with Gibson.
3: I mean you can be stuck with holding. I mean if you really think that there's like at a legitimate chance like a strong chance that he's not worth what he is now taking a loss now might be a win later yeah mm-hmm. when selling low makes sense because it gets
1: lower. yeah recover something <laughs> just how we much know. of a loss yeah out of curiosity why are we talking about byron pringle like <laughs> i feel like byron pringle because
0: it opens up a spot for will fuller duh yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> but by Pringle isn't even listed. He should be. (laughs) As a wide receiver? He definitely
0: should be. What is he listed as?
1: On sleeper, Byron Pringle, he's literally not listed at all.
3: Oh,
0: you can't go by their their depth depth charts. charts.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's on IR, so he's not on that depth chart.
3: I say you, he (laughs) did. Oh
1: my God. Listed. Yeah. Okay.
3: He's wide receiver 20 on the team. I don't know what you guys are talking about him for. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 I'm like, I don't think it goes that deep. <laughs> hmm.
3: He was one of the signings
2: to give Fields weapons in the offseason that hasn't really materialized. Paid him six million. It's like, Oh shoot, he's not doing so well. Let's get Nikhil Harry. <sighs> oh shoot. We have everybody on IR.
1: Well, being as Darnell Mooney is listed as wide receiver one, and I think he finally <laughs> showed up like for a few plays last week.
2: Yep. They should just start at wide receiver four and start working their way down when they list their depth chart. <laughs> right.
1: Byron Pringle
2: heard a pop and all the fun stopped. But uh, hopefully they could sign somebody, Will maybe like fuller. Will Fuller, maybe OBJ <laughs> here whenever he's healthy. Okay. But like I said to you guys, that might be looking at it glass half fuller.
1: Oh my worder!
3: Yeah, I don't think OBJ would sign there.
1: <laughs> no. no,
3: OBJ doesn't like eight
0: passing attempts a
3: game. Y-
2: you didn't like Mayfield? Wait till you meet Fields. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I think there's a legitimate zero percent chance that he signs with Chicago, but Fuller could maybe. Yeah, Fuller might just take whatever anyone gives him at this
1: point. Fuller doesn't have the same standards.
3: He can't. I think literally any other team has a better shot of signing OPJ, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like Mayfield. He's definitely not going to like Chicago,
2: then. No, he he may not like Fields, so. Mayfield's Field.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, moving on to Sterling Shepard.
3: Oh, man.
1: Sterling Shepard suffered a season-ending ACL injury. (sighs)
3: Do we have to talk about this? Does this hurt your heart? Pain. A little bit. He's such a nice guy. Every time he plays, like, he's just out there, and he's pretty fantasy relevant when he's out there, and it's just the guy who always gets hurt, and it sucks. You know, I know the guy makes a lot of money, but I, I feel for the guy. That shouldn't have made me laugh the way it did. You go, every time he plays,
0: he's out there. <laughs> Like, yeah, he is. I, I, I don't
3: like he's, you know.
1: Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> he's
0: there. Which is more than you can say for Galladay.
2: True, it's true. <laughs> I, I thought Sterling Shepard was going to be waiver wire or gold, but
0: it it looked kind of looked like it. Yeah, turns out he was more of a mirage. Yeah, it makes frankincense.
1: <laughs> so who do we think benefits mm. from this? Unfortunately, we don't want anybody to benefit from an injury, but which wide receivers may benefit? from this loss. Will Fuller. <laughs> We're back to Will Fuller. <laughs> will it affect Marlon Mack?
2: Mims. Denzel Mims. Wandale Robinson.
1: <laughs> Wondell <sighs> Robinson. Wondell <laughs> Robinson. You wascally widow <laughs> wabbit.
3: Wondell will kill Richie James, but uh, Slayton is probably going to start mm-hmm. to see more and more snaps.
1: Dude, I cut so much sleet in.
3: Kadarius Tony. Is he ever playing? They really don't like Tony. Mm. I don't know. They just don't play him, even when he is healthy. Precarious Tony. Yeah, I was kind of
0: shocked to read up on his past. I don't know. Definitely wouldn't make the show. (laughs) Questionable character, and it seemed like they showed up and did not like him when they showed up. They probably asked him about some past (laughs) incidents and were like, oh, yeah, we don't like you at all. We want to trade you.
1: But let's keep him. You know, let's just hang on to him. Cause
0: I just think they couldn't trade him. <laughs> Sounds like a great first-round pick to me. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Not a great first impression.
0: <laughs> it was one that got mocked when it happened, too. People were like, why the hell? And the Bears were mad. And then Urban Meyer was into him, too. No, the Jags were mad. Remember Urban Meyer said he got sniped one pick?
3: I was mad. I was furious. <laughs> yeah, but you're a Giants fan. Everybody was you're mad. You rightfully mad. <laughs> I hated Canarius, Tony.
1: And hate is a strong word.
0: <laughs> yeah. If Urban Meyer wanted him, he's got to suck. Great. So.
3: Yeah, if Urban Wire wanted him,
0: obviously. Unless it's ETN, and he's awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> so back to
1: Wandale Robinson. <laughs>
0: Yes. it. Yeah.
1: That last we would have wabbit. it.
0: Robinson, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I can't, I can't say the R yeah. after the W. It, I can't. It's kind of like Claire Hilaire. It's just in my brain that it's Wandel Wab- Robinson. Really? What, what's going on? I can't. Wandale Robinson. I'll be professional. I'm sorry. Um, I'm being reprimanded. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nikki. <laughs> Don't yell at me. What's going on? Like, why don't we, like, he's hurt? Wandale. Oh,
3: sh- Nike. We do. And he does not fit the outs. He's a tiny guy. He's going to be playing on the inside. Oh, he's Richie Whittle? James. is. Pl- yeah, he's Whittle. <laughs> yeah, Wandale <Wondell laughs> Robinson is Whittle.
1: Oh, he's just a little guy.
3: And Witchy James is playing for him right now.
1: Oh, he's only 5'8. He's
0: even than Henry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> he was the number one wide yeah. receiver yeah. on the week that week. That awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wandale's my favorite. I need him to get healthy.
3: Wandale just plays. He plays a different spot on the field. He can't be on the outside like that. He can't see the ball. Yeah, Wandale
0: plays slot. I know all my buddies yeah. that go to Kentucky or live in Kentucky like, he won like high school player of the year like t- two years in a row. And at Kentucky, he was just, like, he's always been an effort guy. No one loves football more than him. He's someone that they're going to like a lot in New York. So when he's healthy, he's going to get chances.
3: Yeah. Like if you like, if you're adding Richie James and you like what he's doing and he's putting up a couple points and seeing the targets, just Wandel was drafted for that role on the offense. Let's move on. David Sills is silly. So the fish. The
1: Nick is shaking his head at this entire segment. He's like, I can't, I can't help this. <laughs> There's not enough mm-hmm. cutting.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you don't Let's get on with it. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen suffered a hamstring injury back in week one. And he is expected to be returning to practice this week. So that's good for all. All of you Keenan Allen fans out there. That's exciting. Anything to add to the <laughs> Keenan Allen discussion? <laughs> You guys don't look excited at all. (laughs) None
3: of us are fans of Keenan Allen. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, Josh Palmer has been lighting it up.
2: Yep, Keenan Allen is someone who has been perpetually ranked higher than I've been willing to take him. So I don't have many shares of Keenan Allen. I might have a couple, but it's been not necessarily someone I've ever sought out to trade for. There's only so many years left before this guy's going to be irrelevant, and he's already got hamstring issues to start the season, so not even someone I really want to buy. Oh, buy Hurt Players for rebuild not 30 year old ones so not Keenan Allen not something you want for a rebuild so if you have him you're just hoping he eventually comes back but in the meantime I've had a rosy outlook for Palmer it paid off last week being the most productive wide receiver for fantasy I would have thought it might be Mike Williams like uh, pretty sure Mike Williams was the stud the week prior but Mm -hmm. last week it was Josh Palmer and Jalen Guyton torn ACL so that competition if he was cycling in with him then that competitor has at least been eliminated from the competition, so. And
0: DeAndre Carter, more than anything, he's had some good weeks.
2: Mm-hmm. He seems like the one that just stepped in for Keenan Allen specifically. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of disappears off the face of the earth with Allen out, even though he did kind of have a decent week one or whatever.
1: He had three decent weeks, really.
0: Mm-hmm. He's also not, like, a young wide receiver, DeAndre Carter. Yeah, I remember him on Washington last year the football team.
1: Oh, he's Whittle, too! He's only 5'8". Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. a very respectable height. Yeah, if he were an inch taller, he, he would be. Mm-hmm. He'd be. A, he'd be a behemoth.
1: Inch taller, he would be perfect.
0: Yeah, he, he might be
2: 5'8", but he's three inches shorter than Henry. I don't know. <laughs> if he was an inch taller, he could reach
0: the cabinets in the <laughs> kitchen.
1: Henry's but, like easy with the whittle comments.
0: Five <laughs> you know, 5'8", What are you twelve? Long story short.
1: Long story short.
0: You like Justin Herbert? You like
2: wide receivers tied to Justin Herbert? All the wide receivers are old, other than Josh Palmer. They're are tied to Justin Herbert currently, so there's reasons to kind of like Josh Palmer. It was
0: interesting, like that Thursday game or whatever, I was talking to someone who was playing Josh Palmer in a fantasy league, because I told them to, pretty much. They were like debating between options, and it was like a terrible decision until like the last three minutes when he (laughs) scored or something, and they're like, they're they're mad the whole night, and then he scored, and they're like, you're a genius.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Josh!
0: Yeah, but uh, it's weird. He's like playing kind of all over the field. Obviously, he went to Tennessee and they sucked while he was there, but all his targets were like uncatchable. I swear, Justin Herbert was throwing lasers to, like everyone else and whenever it was Josh Palmer, he was like overthrown by five yards. <laughs>
1: I can't hear the word lasers and not go lasers like from, oh my gosh. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: All I can think of is Austin Powers. Lasers.
2: Yeah. I I would like to congratulate Henry on the call that Mac Jones is about to get zapped. I'm pretty sure he said that a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Early,
1: never wrong. Sometimes early, (laughs) never wrong. So listen to Henry. He's psychic.
0: (laughs) Clairvoyant almost.
1: Oh, yes.
0: What quarterback's going to go down next is the next call. Hmm.
1: No, don't let's, jinx anybody. Let's spin
0: our wheel. Tom Brady. Stop. <laughs>
3: oh, wait, no. Stafford. Walford season.
1: Oh, my God, you guys. If Tom Brady goes down, I'm literally coming after you. <laughs>
0: Jameis Winston is don't, the
1: answer. Don't. No, I was going a little more, you
2: know, severe than that. Jameis Winston isn't a bad guess, Henry. Nope, Well, By the time you hear this, it will have been a great guess. <laughs> <laughs> Henry and I were working, this was Saturday night, and I was like, I might go and add Andy, Andy Dalton, Dalton. In, in every single league before this week starts just because Jameis Winston dealing with a broke back and some other things or whatever, and he's playing through it. Something broken. I don't know. Not the
0: mountain, but the 8-30 game, broke so back. I think you could like drop Dalton if nothing happens, and then pick someone up for the noon games. Even or so. you can pick up Dalton when someone's inactive.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we meant to add like him as an play. honorable mention in quarterback. You
2: said the Saints play at the eight thirty game. Yeah, no, no. The AM eight thirty. So oh. make sure you. add I'm them. talking about the rest of the world that's on nine thirty time. Oh. Sorry,
0: oh, forgive me. <laughs> the real world. And, uh, the noon game sounds a lot better than one p.m. Noon game. Who yeah football at noon. everyone plays football at noon nobody Man. does nobody you does. guys remember daylight savings time oh yeah uh, yeah
1: can we just get rid of all of that it, please? it
0: died it died in indiana at least well no it didn't die it's now permanently daylight savings time yeah they're mm-hmm. just not going back so standard time died yeah <laughs> daylight mm-hmm. savings mm-hmm. time long live the king what is standard time it died like standard leagues <laughs> daylight savings is like ppr time <laughs> Title of the episode: Daylight Savings is the PPR. PPR. Of time.
1: <laughs> we'll just mention it. Justin Herbert is playing through some rib injuries. He did play the entire game. It was a little touch and go to start that game, which is really annoying when you're trying to figure out what's gonna happen. But like, mm-hmm. he did end up playing, and he played that entire game. Correct.
2: Yes, and he put up less than everyone else who I had in, in case he missed.
1: Oh, man, I lost because of keeping him in, but mm-hmm. I, we won't dwell on it.
2: Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith had uh, all the men over Herbert, took him out, and Herbert, not as much.
1: Yeah, you know, you win some and you lose some, so there's that. And you just got to move on.
2: When Khalil is better than Justin, something's wrong. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: All the Herberts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, one Herbert probably won you the league, and one Herbert definitely lost you the league.
0: Man, if you played Khalil Herbert, send me some screenshots on Twitter. <laughs> that was a glory <laughs> nice. play, or your team sucked. The rest of your muster yeah. roster
1: must be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: My rebuild won with Herbert, probably. Yeah. Yes, that one. Someone probably won a ton of money on DFS with Khalil <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> yeah, He would have been free. E,
1: real quick, he's not injured, but <laughs> You may wonder because he hasn't been real uh, efficient. Is Eckler? What on earth? Like Eckler was going as like in some leagues, I saw him go as RB two off the board, and I just feel like he has not been delivering. He hasn't had a no touchdown comment. yet. Uh,
0: two and a half carries on, uh, two and a half yards mm-hmm. per carry on the season. I think that's mm-hmm. like a, a record for anyone not named Kalen Bellage <laughs> or Jordan Howard. Yeah. Uh, Mike
2: says no comment because he made all all the comments this offseason when he said, don't draft Eckler. Yeah,
3: I did. Even in redraft, I wasn't taking him as an RB1. There was just no way he was producing anywhere near where he was last season. It just wasn't going to happen. He's getting older. I'm, I'm, obviously, I think he's going to play better than he is now, but not quite at the level that anybody who's drafted him early is expected. It's not going to happen. Yeah, the,
1: yeah he's just kind of a super disappointment.
0: The bad start, and he's still RB13 because PPR yeah. is king, mm-hmm. even without any touchdowns. It's like eight catches a week. That's pretty much a touchdown. (laughs) That's like a touchdown in the third.
2: If I told you the the guy you drafted as your RB1 had four carries,
0: you're probably pretty upset until you find out he had eight catches. Yep. That's the story of Eckler. But yeah, in Dynasty, it it never made sense that he was like the RB3 sometimes in Dynasty leagues, like going in the first or second round of startups when he was 27. It's like if you don't like Zeke, you can't like Eckler. Well, he's a pass catcher. They last longer. He's going to be 40 catching passes, really, like. No, <laughs> it's like he, he's good for daylight savings time. Yeah. <laughs> 18 <laughs> touchdowns last year. Like, come on, no no running back is gonna get 18 touchdowns again.
3: All, all the information was there, and they just chose to ignore it. They're like, Whoa, what if he does it again? Really, that's really
0: unlikely. Well, he's a nice guy, and he goes on the fantasy footballers podcast. So, number one overall running back. And we're not even crying over spiller milk. Uh, nope, <laughs> it's uh, not yet. The Michelle show. Yeah, I
1: love when I get you guys all riled up about a player it's a lot of fun like all of you were just like (laughs) and that wasn't even in our show notes that was just a fun moment to get them all riled up
0: who's who's someone else that we we all like jointly dislike I mean Keenan Allen was definitely there Yeah, I'd still don't buy him,
3: even if he's hurt. It's not a buy low. He's just going to go lower.
1: It's usually old balls club for you guys. It's somebody who is like mm -hmm. older, and people still are like holding on to, and you all are just like, no way.
3: Too old. We're just generally as a group against trajectories. Like, if Mm -hmm. somebody is, you know, if you have a running back that's 28 years old that just had the best season of the career by far in every category, like, we're not going to buy that. And you probably shouldn't either, but a lot of people do. They kind of just get in this, like, redraft mindset mindset or, you know, what have you done for me lately? I, I really don't know, and I just kind of go with it, and that ge- generally does not work out in the long term. So,
0: like he's describing, Derrick Henry. <laughs> yep, Derrick Henry, yep. Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. those are all guys. And then and- Eckler. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep.
1: Remember when you guys didn't like Amon Raw?
0: We still don't. <laughs> still don't like him as much <laughs> as other people. I like him a lot more than I used <laughs> to, but
2: I rose him up, and I actually made an offer for him, but then Papa <gasps> sold him for an outlandish price. Oh. Yeah, like two firsts or something. <laughs>
3: I, in one in your league, yeah. In his league, I got like Godwin at a first. Oh yeah, the uh, league I was it was like yeah. two firsts and a good player. I was yeah. like, okay, yep. <laughs> I know, I couldn't say no. Well, <laughs> on
0: this week's segment of where Henry was right and where Henry was wrong, AJ Green. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got him four weeks earlier than I was thinking.
1: That's a that's a cut. That's a cut. He put him where Marlon Mack is right now. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can have tombstones right next to each other. <laughs> R. I. P. He's
0: right next to Marlon Mack in the waiver wire. <laughs> right next to Justin Ross
3: and Thaddeus Moss. <laughs> No, Justin Ross is still rostered. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. No, for the want. year, you won't be.
1: So, a player that we actually talked about last week, um, and we were waiting for the breakout game, was Chris Olave. Boom. Mm-hmm safe to say that he had his breakout game this week. Ola, Olave. Oh, oh, la, ve, la, ve. <laughs> yeah. So, we got to see him be pretty awesome. Uh, and a player also on the Saints who has had some good games was Michael Thomas. He is battling a toe injury. I I I love the toe injuries. I don't know. It just I know. <laughs> I'm sure it's he's probably in a lot of pain and stuff. It's just when I hear a toe injury, I'm like, really? (laughs) Like, come on.
2: Because it makes you think of, like, stepping on a Lego. <laughs> yeah. I stub my toe. Yeah.
1: yeah. like, did you trip over your kid's toy in the middle of the night because they didn't put it away? Or, you know, so we're we're not talking about phalanges. We're talking about the mm-hmm. metatarsals here. The tarsals, metatarsals. Nice. Do nice. Do you like that?
2: Flexing anatomy knowledge. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I am a nail tech. I should know the anatomy of the hands and the feet. Mm-hmm. I did take some anatomy back in the day. Just saying.
2: Being a foot expert yourself, Jarvis
3: Landry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yes. And Jarvis Landry, he has a foot injury. The whole dang foot. The whole dang foot is just a problem right
3: mm-hmm. now. So He did not just stub a toe. He did
1: not just stub a toe. And Jarvis Landry has put together a couple of good games, too. So, mm-hmm. that kind of sucks.
2: Yep. And we were saying make sure uh, Michael Thomas might be a great sell. If you're rebuilding or you want to sell high on an aging player who's doing well, well, you also want to do it before they become a broken player
0: get hurt which we also talked
2: about (laughs) and before we even get to the next podcast broken player
0: (laughs) yep that one
2: aged well (laughs) better than thomas
1: now the the toe injury does appear to not be serious so maybe he did just step on a lego his ankle
0: injury appeared not to be serious and he missed a year and a half (laughs) At least.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Debbie Downer. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
0: Michael Thomas. I don't know. I'm scarred for life with Michael Thomas injuries. I almost average startup big one oh seven, and I'm just out for two years. Juju wow, kind, kind of did the same 29. thing with a chest injury.
1: I did I realize he was. Okay. That's easy what happens killer. when you sit out
0: for two years? <laughs> if you're past like twenty eight, you're a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Really, I remember him. <laughs> I remember him as like 25 because I think that's the last time he actually played. played.
0: <laughs> yeah, wham, wham. So uh, all right, here's a question for everyone: Aman Ra or Chris Olave? Olave,
3: but I'm gonna get more for Amandra right now, so I'm gonna sell Aman Ra for more than that.
0: But if you were drafting and they were both on the board, the you Olave know, still might. Ra would not be on the board still. But, it, but if it were, if it were a one for one offer,
1: hypothetically,
0: if it were a one for, if it were a one for one offer, I would have to take. And you can't, can you? You can't. You can't, you can't you can't trade them, period, afterwards, either. It's just, who do you like more? Who do you like more? My
2: question was going to be is noble in the
3: league. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Then I'm going to take Amon. (laughs) Sell for everything.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I can't trade them. Yeah, you can't trade them. If I can't trade them or remove them from my team in a way like that, then it's Olave. I think Olave, long term, will absolutely hold more value than Amon. I I agree. If If I were in a startup and I had to pick between the two and for some reason I was at the range where I'm ready to take Olave and Amon. Ra's there. Try to take him and sell him, but then you risk not being able to move him. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time that everybody else passed on him at that point. Yeah. My point is just the Monra is not going to be taken in the same range as Olave. Right. Omondara will go several la- rounds earlier and I won't have that opportunity to make that decision. We'll,
0: we'll see tomorrow or on Wednesday. We will have mm-hmm. seen uh, in our draft and we'll let you guys know on Twitter the difference between mm-hmm. Omondara and Olave in draft position. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, it's going to be it's going to be big. We'll let you know
2: who else drafted Amon because it isn't going to be us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm might taking him be in the me. first round.
1: <laughs> I am in this
2: league.
3: All right, 1.06 <laughs> to the Queen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where am I drafting?
3: <laughs> did I not throw you guys off with my Kyle Pitts pick? No you did. Yeah, but that was like time crew oh, yeah. or something, so. It was, and it was the end of the second. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I have a question going back to Amon-Ra and Olave. If you were to take Amon-Ra and put him on a different team, how would that affect his value? Same question for Olave. Like, do you think it's where Amon-Ra is right now, that makes him so good? Or do you think he's really just a good player that if you put him on any team, he would be doing just as well?
2: He could be doing even better on another team. Like you put him on the Packers, man, that'd be pretty cool.
3: Yeah, the St. Browns are great on the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> they have A-string. <laughs> was awful on the Packers, is Mike's
0: point. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I wish Green Bay would go after yeah. a player like Amon-Ra, can you imagine? They, they might actually- his
0: brother. Two years anymore. that is not equal.
1: Yeah, I'm like meh, un- I mean... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Oh my god, Kurt Man cannot every time Equinamius comes up he is like, I'm never drafting that guy. Can't catch a ball. Like he <laughs> he hated him in Green Bay. Yep. Did not like him.
3: Well, that's a good thing he never drafted him. It's a perfect
0: marriage though between Amon Ra and the coaching staff. And I think that's what people liked when he was coming out was that he was such a great run blocker, which I'm sure is why the Lions drafted him. Period. But it was like this guy is gonna go be a physical kneecap biter, and that's gonna endear <laughs> him to the coaching staff. So if he's elsewhere and they don't value-biting kneecaps. Maybe he's not getting as many targets or never quite got the same opportunity. But now that he's broken out, I think he could do it anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. Olave, probably equal anywhere that he's at. So I
2: think that uh, depends on the landing spot, but you're probably going to like him pretty similarly. But wherever he goes, no kneecap is safe.
1: Wait, what is like all I like, got is he short? Why are we biting no, kneecaps?
0: The Lions coach. It's a quote from him saying oh, okay. Dan Campbell. Yeah, his rookie year of being a head coach was like, we're gonna get in some fights and we're gonna get knocked down and we're gonna bite a kneecap off and then and <laughs> we're gonna bite off another kneecap and by the time it's over, no one's gonna have any kneecaps left and we're gonna be the only one standing. That was like literally his quote.
1: Wait, this was a real. quote? This is
0: a real quote. The people, oh, loved okay. people loved it. People love the quote. It just seems like there's better
2: places you could be biting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> kneecaps, that's where it might The hardest <laughs> point in your body, bite it. Bite the kneecaps. <laughs> so Sometimes a you're... great way to get your teeth knocked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get kicked.
1: Yeah, with everybody watching this documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer, I mean, maybe the biting kneecaps thing is, you know, is makes sense, but um, ankle biters, kneecap biters. I'm thinking, like, is Almond Ross short and I don't know this? Like, is he an ankle biter? <laughs> Henry, were you ever called an ankle biter?
0: No. i <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think of what I was called as a kid. I was called Diesel Tenton. I was called... Um, Diesel oh, so Tenton? He's going to make
1: up the biggest sounding names. Like, I was called... Mm-hmm. I was called a Mack truck. I remember I
0: ran into a couple door frames as a kid. I mean, I got, like, a cat... Uh, what do they call it? Like, cat skin on my lip after I busted it open on the fireplace when I, like, tripped and fell and hit my chin. And then the bottom of my chin, that's what it was. Aww. But, yeah. Hmm. I it was called, okay. like, Blockhead growing up.
1: <laughs> blockhead. Bless. Yep.
0: Blockhead and Diesel Ten. like, the thing from... Thomas and uh, the tank engine, because I'd make the angry face. Is that the little
2: engine that could?
0: Yep. Probably uh, <laughs> yeah, not. No, no, no true not true. that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm
1: Just what trying was to the... connect
2: with the younger <laughs> yeah.
3: crowd.
1: Thomas the engine? Yeah, Thomas the tank Thomas, engine. Thomas, yeah. Thomas yeah. the tank engine. That's
3: like. Yeah. The younger crowd, that's like the three-year-old crowd. Um, <laughs> They're not favorite. listening. We're reaching new audiences. Oh, I'm oh, P- P- we want the toddlers
0: <laughs> to listen. Don't
1: be <laughs> Um, and Raw Henry
0: poop, poop, poop. All our three year olds love us.
1: Um, just before we get out of here, because we are like way out of time, do you want to mention it was nice to see Russell Gage blow up? Obviously, there was, yeah, and, and he won me my Scott Fishbowl win. It'll mm-hmm. probably be the only win I have all season, nope. so I'm grateful. Madison's gonna
3: win you next <laughs> week. Oh, that's
1: right. I got Madison, so we're gonna keep going. I have drake london and dotson
3: and evans you also have evans
1: i do but evans was obviously absent in my lineup this week because he Mm -hmm. you know got a little cray cray last week
3: took a week off after his wrestling match correct he needed
1: some recoup time
3: gage was great when like five wide receivers of the bucks were inactive
1: yeah like that was his moment it was probably his only moment but it was his moment so it was nice to see for russell gage Anyway, on that note, let's get this wrapped up. As always, we appreciate you guys listening and joining in the laughs that we share every week on the Ranked Draft Trade Podcast. We certainly hope we made all of your fantasy dreams come true. Make sure you tune in next week whenever we figure out what we're doing for Rank Draft draft Trade Podcast then. So, we are out of here. We're done wrapping this up. The ankle biter Henry has to get to bed because it's bedtime.
0: And it's only 8.30 here. (laughs) What? It's not thirty It's nine thirty.
1: I'm sure he's got some karaoke to get started.
0: Uh, at Henry's age, there is no bedtime. Man, I did get carded the other day. That was, that was the first time in a while. Damn, like you you look I, like you're twelve. Uh, I would
1: love to get carded. It would make me feel so good. I would thank that person.
0: Uh, the the lady the lady like was really interested in carding me, and then she she looked at my idea and she's like, okay, I guess.
1: Oh, like she didn't want to believe it. <laughs> yeah, she's
0: like, this is clearly a real ID, so I guess, I guess you're 22. Damn it! I
1: really thought I'd got one tonight, and I didn't. Yeah,
0: seriously. No, oh, what a disappointment. It was like 9:30 in the morning, but same thing. W-
1: what were you buying? A
0: uh, d- d- gift for your friend's birthday. What were you drinking at 9 o'clock in the morning? It was kinky, kinky vodka. that like, I right. Yeah, I'm like, um, what? No, not
1: a sponsor.
0: Right. Not mm-hmm. also probably making okay. the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Also probably not a male friend. <laughs> no, was not a male friend, <laughs> yes.
3: The liquor the liquor store by me opens at 8 o'clock. Yep, same, yep. Yeah, I'm saying. You it's a to good to
1: shopping in those stores, so I'm just
3: playing. No, you don't. What's, what stores? What are we talking
0: about? What stores? Don't
1: you have to be 18 to go shopping in, like, to go into those, like, adult
0: stores? No, this is Kinky Vodka. Kinky, it's a brand of vodka. It's not... Uh, yeah, it's vodka. are not
3: pink handcuffs. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> f- <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: were you in... I'm an Eve. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And, and noble, it's 2022. You buy that stuff online because the stores are too expensive. Yeah,
1: that is true. You can get li- way more discounts online. There's coupons. You can,
3: yeah, it's crazy and
1: way
2: less
0: shame. Coupons are coupons. Can you cut this
1: entire section know. out?
0: It's coupons.
3: Let us know on Twitter. coupons coupons. coupons. Put up a yeah. poll.
1: Coupons.
3: Central time or Eastern Standard time? Yeah,
1: just in case my mom ever listens to the podcast, I'm gonna need those all cut out. <laughs> yeah.
2: But we need to fly the coop, not fly the cube. <laughs> oh! Oh. <laughs>
0: oh
3: my word! Good night. Good
2: night,
0: people.
1: All right, thank you for listening to the Rank Draft Trade Podcast. Peace.
0: Good night, San Francisco. <laughs> Later. Good night, other place. Stay classy,
2: San Diego.